never seen a lame man walk Never heard a dumb man talk Never seen a blind man see I promise you a pain Never seen a canceled death Never seen all the poor get fed Never seen a prisoner set free I promise you a change you doing what you doing how you doing look out look out here we come here we come it's the big c bigger t podcast coming at you right now on your fm dial wait we're not on the fm dial i think we're on the internet i was doing kind of a radio voice there and i just went all crazy with it hey it's your boy bigger t and uh i'm here with my man my best friend clint clark how you doing clint fantastic look at him being all fantastic right there look at him folks he's all fantastic and he you know since he's fantastic he can clean off multi-surfaces anyway sorry that was a dumb joke you know that was a bad joke that was a bad joke well clint man how's it going how's your week man man it has been it has been really good no complaints at all but you know what? But I was sad. This is number 50. 50. We're turning 50. I'm gonna hang upside down. Give me a second. I gotta <laughs> I, I gotta hold on. You got a good view of your bald spot, right? I need here. I need oh. <laughs> yeah. You were supposed to bring that up. Well <laughs> just like 50 cent we have an all age well yeah, we know, yeah. <laughs> I, I, uh, i'm thinner than i used to be and so is my hair there you go now uh yeah man we're 50 episodes in who would have known it two more episodes will be a year we got a year anniversary coming up Ooh, i'm at least gonna wear a party hat party hat okay you know what i think we should both do for your anniversary is we should get one of those like you know we're talking about it like because i I had my son this weekend he's talking about his smash cake like that they give the one year yeah we should start the podcast and just get us a smash cake yeah my boy now i'm proud of him he ate that entire dang thing (laughs) did he he was sitting there he's like first you know he's like what do i do with it then my dad walks behind him grabs his hand just stick him in it sticks his hand in and all of a sudden he just there you go. Eight things. I've always that's always been interesting to me because you spend that whole first year trying to get them to eat properly, and then in one day you run everything you taught them for the year and you got to restart it. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, and I had I had I, I vaguely remember that because I had I get a cold that seems like every year in May, just that where like you have a choice between chewing your food and breathing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I, I was in that. So I think we literally, I finished the birthday party. I went home, went to bed, but, oh, yeah. But he did. I was proud of him. He ate that entire thing. Whole thing, huh? That and is- I love birthday cake. Yeah, who doesn't? I love birthday cake. That's right. Uh, I, I don't know. I would have feel weird going to Harp's going, I'd like to order a birthday cake. What do you want to say on the cake? Like, happy one-year anniversary, big C. Big yeah. T. I'm going to eat it on air. Gabe will be sitting at home going watching it on YouTube. He'll go first like, first comment, and then the next one will be like, that's the Clint Clark I know and love. That's right. Stuff in his fat face full of sweets. (laughs) Clint, I tried to get some of the – I went to Walmart to get some of the Nutty Butter – Little Debbie ice cream. And they, oh, yeah. didn't, they didn't have any. Oh, man. It was sold out. They had it at the Greenbrier, but I was too was cheap to buy it. Sold out of the zebra cake one, too. Yeah. I may do that for, we're having, I, I man, I really do watch my diet anymore, except for one meal a week. I have a cheat meal, and I may get that for dessert, my cheat meal. I may get the nut or butter or the nutty butter. 
Yeah, I think I will. All right, Clint. Well, as usual, we want to talk about our Holy Snikes moment of the week. Uh, this, Keep this your one, hands up, coach. Keep this your- one just jumped up and and slapped us in the face. Oh, wait. <laughs> Joan Howard, one of the Fab Five at Michigan. <clears throat> uh, now the coach from Michigan Wolverines. And he's done a good job there. He really has. Good job, yeah. Um, had them like uh, they were ranked. I think they were a two, one or two seed last year. But apparently didn't like uh, – a timeout that the Wisconsin coach had called. He, the Wisconsin coach said he was – he called a timeout to reset the 10-second clock because uh, his team was having a hard time getting the ball up the court, and uh, it was down to four, so he called a timeout in order to reset that. And apparently Juwan Howard didn't like that, and so um, he said something about it. And the Wisconsin coach kind of grabbed Juwan Howard and – and kind of got in his face and started talking to him about whatever Jawan Howard said. I, I think it's it's out there what he said, right? He, I think he, I don't know, but I'm sure it wasn't PG. Used a vulgarity or two, and yeah. And Jawan Howard didn't like that that guy coach had grabbed him, and he threw a roundhouse at him, sort of slap hit, whatever. Yeah, it was it was your it was it was uh. It was, it was a basketball fight. It's a basketball fight that really doesn't. Yeah. They've only seen like one good basketball fight ever, and, and that was Malice in the Palace. Oh, I thought you were talking about Larry Johnson, Todd Day. Todd Day fade layer overhead right. Like, Todd Day <laughs> threw that fist thinking, oh, don't hit him, don't hit him, don't hit him, don't hit him. <laughs> he jumped back. You remember that? Yeah. Oh, my goodness. But, no, but that – but no – it used and, and so he was mad, and, yeah. and you know what? I get it. Basketball etiquette says you don't do that. You don't call a timeout when you're up big, and Michigan's coach has put his basketball. You, you just turn the ball over at that point. It's yeah. not like the turnover is going to hurt you. It's not like these are kids that you're playing on, okay, these are going to be my guys. These are guys that are sitting on the end of your bench that you're hoping that you're going to get better guys in to replace them. Yeah. So their egos are not important. Yeah. Trust me, you ask Steve Mullins, head coach of Arkansas Tech University, my ego was not the most important thing in the world to him. Yeah. It just it wasn't. And so Juan's trying, Juan's mad and justifiably so, in my opinion. He basically he's trying to give him like the all right, I'm halfway shaking your hand. He's going just going by. And he probably muttered something under his breath and he grabbed him by the arm. Mm. And then and then, and then it just it, – it de-escalated from there. You know, here's the thing. Whatever was said, the Wisconsin coach was 100% classless for calling that timeout, in my opinion. Yeah. He, can, he can have an excuse, whatever he wants, but it was a classless move. And, and, if, and you know what? If you, don't want, if you don't want somebody to do that to you, if you're Juan Howard, don't put yourself in that situation. Don't get blown out. Yeah. And then you ain't in that situation. But and then, but at the end of the day, you cannot throw a punch. No. And this was the second time last year he got into it with Maryland's coach. So do we get rid of the handshake line? No, that's not the answer. <clears throat> that's not that. I mean, you believe people are saying that? Yeah. I mean, you know what? We, we when I was my senior in high school, I had a guy that I we were mouthing each other from Mountain View all game long. He was being a jerk. I'm sure I was being a perfect gentleman. Of course. At no point did I talk trash. Robert's out there going scoreboard, scoreboard. And I'm saying other stuff, not as clean as scoreboard. <laughs> and so, and so I remember that after the end of the thing, guy like he goes, he goes, good game, and slaps me on the shoulder pads as hard as he could. You know, you know, one of those that turns your body a little bit. You know, you, you have to just walk on by and be the bigger. Person. It wasn't Abernathy, was it? It was not Abernathy. Oh. I would have, yeah, no. Abernathy was on the other side of the line. Um, I'd like to say, like, yeah, I've played against Chad Abernathy and I dominated. No, he was over there. He's yeah. he was over there. That's probably why they ran behind me all night because that way they didn't have to run by at Abernathy. Yeah. Yeah. But um, yeah, but but you're the adult, you're the coach, you're the guy setting the example. You yeah. got to be the bigger person. Yeah. If you want anything, use it for fuel next year. You know, it just you, you took away you took away from your team. 
you took away from Wisconsin, you are now the story. Yeah. And that's not the way it should be. The kids should be the story. Um, well, he got five game suspension. Yeah, literally just broke right before me and you started recording this podcast. Is that enough? Um, I think it should have been for the remainder of the season. I do too. Which, well, I think they probably, I know Arkansas has got four games left. So you figure they got about four. At least, and then the first game of the conference tournament is it, probably fair. Yeah. Um, it, it probably is fair. I, I didn't think it was a fireable offense. Yeah. Um, but I mean, it's, it's obviously, you know, this, this kind of behavior is not going to be tolerated. They need to send a strong message. Yeah. And uh, I, I think they did. I think five games is probably, like I said, I was for the re- the remainder of the season. And that's long and short. He got about that. They're not going to the NCAA tournament unless they make a strong, unless they win their conference tournament, which it's going to be hard for them to win the big 10. Yeah. Now you had another Holy Snikes moment you wanted to bring up. Well, we had this um, this Olympics, and I don't know the athlete's name. Wait, the what? The Olympics. Is it that been going on? Yeah, no, I didn't notice. Um, <laughs> I, I like. I think I watched. I don't even know what I watched. That's how little I watched the Winter Olympics. Hey, I watched as much of that as I did the NBA All Star Weekend. <laughs> yeah, I didn't watch any of that either. <laughs> but apparently, that's a, apparently Steph Curry had a heck of a game. Did he? Okay. Oh, there's one where he shoots a deep three, and the ball hasn't even made it past the free throw line. Curry's already wa- walking that way, like he's like he's already taking like three or four steps. Yeah, and the ball hasn't even made it to the hoop yet. Like he's that easy. Like that's going in. That's but um, there was a Russian figure skater tested positive for performance enhancing drug, made a bunch of appeals. What Russia uses drugs? Yeah. No. Sale. Now, now, of course, this is. Russian who, who was a have fairer skin such as mine and yourself, and now what bring it? Why I want to bring up that there's a double standard, and why this this irked me more. There was a there was an African American young lady, I believe, from the state of Louisiana, who mm-hmm. tested positive for marijuana. Yeah, and basically lost her Olympic dream. Now, marijuana is not performance enhancing. You can say we we're not having that discussion here today. But she, but you had two athletes tested positive. One was able to compete. Both for illegal substances. Both for illegal substance. And if I did want to make a joke, because I'd be, I'd had it in my in my pocket all week, and if I don't use it, I'm gonna feel like I wasted it. If marijuana was a performance enhancing drug, Willie Nelson would be a super athlete. That's <laughs> right. <laughs> I'm sorry. Well, I'm sorry, Travis. That's okay. He is a super singer. Like, yeah. He's a super singer, the redheaded stranger. Right. Yeah, that's definitely a. Um, and I wonder why that is. Why they let one go and the other one they did. Yeah. That that just blows my mind because that's um. Uh, I mean, both both should be equal. You know. Right, and I don't know. Maybe the Russian was already there, and then the the one had it made it there. I don't know. I haven't researched that much. Yeah. But to your guy sitting at home in Arkansas, watching TV, it looks like a double standard to me. Yeah. And I don't. Like it, but I don't. Once know. again, there may be extenuating circumstances there, but I don't. So, honestly, I, what, if one test pops a positive for one, and another pops a positive for the other, it seems like. It should be equal, you know. Both illegal substances they're not supposed to be using as athletes. Yeah, they're testing for them. Then they should get the same amount of, you know. And is it that right now the world's a little scared of what Russia's about to do and about to do, and you know, right? Yeah, that is uh, it is making you know. Plus, Putin's kind of intimidating. Yeah, to be honest with you, man, that I tell you what, that shirtless on a horse. Yeah, I mean, me. I mean, I've been shirtless on a horse before, and it didn't look near that good. No, it didn't look near that. Oh, good. Good. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, all right. <laughs> well, Clint, the basketball team uh, had a had a good week. They had uh, a great week. We uh, Tennessee came to town. And Bud Walton was rocking. Man, it was. And uh, the the fans did awesome. Um, And the team played 
well. They they just just played great. Uh, you know, Note got in some foul trouble, but that didn't change. I mean, it didn't hurt because people stepped up. Devo Davis, Chris Light, um, you know, the, those guys stepped up and played their part. You know, Devo, you know, I mean, just, I mean, just all, everybody did a, did a good job. Um, uh, so, so, you know, Robert was, uh, was criticizing the broadcast a little bit on our Marco Polo said that Dave Bradshaw was being a bit of a homer for Tennessee. And you, you said you didn't notice that bad. I didn't notice it that bad either. Notice, yeah. But I'm like, man, he, I, I, he probably never listened to Jimmy Dykes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I thought, I thought the broadcasters were pretty fair. They, well, I think Bradshaw does. I think Dane Bradshaw does a good job. He's one of my favorite they, color guys. They were, they were talking good about, uh, about, you know, the stadium. They were talking good about the team. They were talking, you know, um, you know, he's gonna he's gonna talk about Tennessee, but you know, I, I think a lot of times people get frustrated with that because they think they all should be Chuck Barrett, and well, all Chuck Barrett's gonna do is talk hog stuff. You know, I mean, it's that's just the way it is. You, they have to they have to talk about both teams. They have to, and Tennessee was ranked higher than us. Well, and it's it's a hard gig because. You, 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 you're filling dead air. The last thing that you want, I mean, we have a podcast, me and you talk back and forth. And if we sit here and just look at each other, it's not going to be good. So no. you have to fill it and you're going to fill it with what you know. Yeah. And Dan Bradshaw, I mean, like, I think Eric Musselman and Docs are like best friends or neighbors or something like that. So obviously Doc's going to talk a little bit more about Arkansas. Yeah. And Bradshaw may talk a little bit more about Tennessee, but I didn't think you, I didn't think it was that bad. I've, I've seen I've seen some games that bordered on unprofessional, and yeah. I, I didn't think that once. But I just wanted to make fun of Robert a little bit. Yeah. Well, and then um, the, we had the red out, so the fans were 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 amazing. You know, the red, the the former the former players that are professional players now, uh, they got to announce the team. Bobby Portis was there, uh, hugging his his trophy. I love that stuff, Clint. Oh no, man. And 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 man, Musselman Musselman gets it. Yeah. And he's a showman. And they had they had a high, high five-star recruit there mm. that I know we're still on the fight for. And that was the that was a great game for him to go see. That's right. And I think the fa- Arkansas fans, when you when I think when the team needs them, they will show up and show out. Yeah, and that, that was a that was a tough game. Now I'm not looking. Now we've got to go back to Tennessee, and if I'm if I'm if I'm sitting if I'm Scott Lawson, who's who we've had on this podcast as a guest picker, I'm like I'm going to that game, and I'm going to wear orange, and I'm going to get loud. Yeah, like I would have an orange out. Like you know what, we're going to top your red out with an orange out. That's right. I mean, but that's the, the, that. the ugliest out ever. Yeah, I mean, orange. That burnt orange is hideous. Their orange is hideous. Yeah, but well, all all orange is hideous. No, not the Cleveland Browns. Yeah, it's brownish, brown orange. <laughs> yeah, they. Um, yeah, the, the schedule doesn't get any easier. Okay, we we got uh, who do we have middle of the week? We got Florida at Florida. I think tomorrow. Who just beat Auburn? And then we got uh, Kentucky this Kentucky week, Saturday, and then middle of the week next week LSU. Yeah, which the LSU game was kind of when we turned it around. Yeah, and and then we closed the season out at Tennessee. Yeah, so well, that's what I'm saying. I think Tennessee. I, I think they're gonna they're gonna want to repay the favor. Yeah, and, well, and I don't. Well, and LSU wants to repay the favor and. Kentucky, we're going to be a hot team going into Kentucky no matter what. I mean, and then Florida's on a high right now. They just beat Auburn, you know. Um, right. The high, you know, once again, very similar to the Arkansas win. You know, they rushed the floor. Highest ranked team they've ever beaten, of course, at, at Florida. Um, so, it's a, it's a tough schedule left, Clint. Yeah, and, see, and people aren't ragging on Florida for rushing the court. 
No. And, 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 and you got, and Florida's got probably a bigger, just as good basketball tradition. As <clears throat> well, their coach didn't end up out there shortless, shirtless with his uh, arm in a sling either. Well, that, that made know. a little bit of difference, I think, for us. It got a little more attention because our coach did that, I think, which to me was a positive. I was all for it, but I thought it was great. Anytime so, you do something, you get a lot of attention for. There's always going to be naysayers. So, so no, no, no. Do you have you listened to JD Note on the Buzz? Uh, a couple times. I hear he's not the most talkative guy. No, and he and he doesn't show up half the time. I don't think. Or, <laughs> they said somebody said they've started thinking. Said you've been notated. Yeah. Because I guess so. He to fill his time up, he'll like ask him to repeat the question. Yeah. That way he don't have to talk as long. Yeah. Uh, and, I, and and David, and I, it's a shame that Tommy's retired because I think Tommy would have a blast with that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Just, just making fun of, like not making fun of him, but, you know, having fun at their expense about how no day does them. Yeah. But. Yeah. Um, once again, you know, just talking about some of the players, Jalen Williams. He just keeps doing it, Clint. Yeah. Gets Tennessee Co player of the week. Next level. He he really is. He he's the SEC's got a bunch of big men. And I think Jalen's the best one. Um, you know, you really hope he comes back with his junior year because with the recruiting class they have coming in, I think the guys that are going out are being replaced by guys that are even better coming out of high school. Yeah. I mean, I think you you got the pension for three one and dones, at least yeah. two. You got two five stars, so you figure, and then so you hope you can get Jalen to stay. Yeah. No way he's the big guy, which yeah. I thought I'm not seeing anything with him being drafted drafted. So hopefully he chooses yeah. to stay. I know I and I think it'd be best for him to stay. And you know, Devo Davis showing back up. Showing us the player he was toward the end of the year last year a little bit. Yeah. And I like I like Dane Bradshaw even said he goes, he is the most confident 26% three-point shooter I've ever seen. Yeah. He, he, but no, and I think once they I think him coming off the bench has been good for him. Yeah. I think them really running the offense. I think they tried to run the offense through Devo and it just wasn't him. Yeah. And I think now they let JD and Devo can do Devo. Yeah. And I think it was – I think it was you. Yeah. Yeah, Devo definitely, man. He's uh, – and defensively, he's, he's showing his strength. And, and that's where this team is built, is defense and uh, doing the little things. This team does the little things that they need to do to win games. And that's why they have – there's no telling what they can do. Uh so we're ranked 18th right now. 18th up from 20. And we spent like weeks saying, like, where's the respect? Where's the respect? Yeah. Now, now we weren't, it didn't seem like that long ago. We were last four in, first four out, something okay. like that. One yeah. of the a borderline fringe NCAA tournament team. Yeah. Now I always do it like I like you can look at Joe Lenardi's bracketology and see like we may be a we may be in quadrant seven you know, seed four, whatever. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, but if you do about the rankings, okay, one through 16 are your top four seeds. We'd be a five seed. Yeah. Up from barely making the tournament. Yeah. Um, it's a tough schedule down the stretch, but I even think even if you go 0 and 4, which I just don't think we'll do. Yeah. Um, you know, I you're, you're an NCAA tournament team in my yeah. opinion. And there was a time when we, you know, like you said, well, you didn't think that was going to happen. Oh, I was off the must bus. I was, I posted on the on the page like the must bus has a flat. He, he figured it out. You know, yeah. he figured out he figured out the buttons. It's no longer you can say, okay, we put it, we won some fluky games against some fluky. No, we. You don't go to LSU and win. You don't even go to Ole Miss and win and not play well. Yeah. Um. I mean, it just you road wins in the SEC are hard. Yeah. It's not easy to go anywhere and win. And home wins against Tennessee, Alabama. It just it's 
it it they were they're good wins. You're looking at a five seed. You keep winning. You win three out of four of these last. You win three out of these last four. I think you can go up as high as a three seed. Yeah. And and you'll probably have to make at least the semifinals of the SEC tournament. So you'll have to win at least a game this tournament. I mean, I think we could be anywhere from a three seed and low, probably go to low as a nine, depending on how you finish down the stretch. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that, that's, but still, compared to what we thought a few weeks ago, that's, that's awesome. Yeah. Just say that. Now, Clint, we've, we've talked a lot on this podcast in the past about, how good things are on the hill right now. Okay. We're, you know, we're, we got maybe the best group of coaches we've ever seen in the major sports, even in the minor sports. Yeah. Um, and we were just kind of waiting on football to catch up, but this year, you know, football caught up, right? Exactly. Right now. Okay. And I, I was watching, uh, you know, some of this is going to come from, listening to Trey Biddy, um, his podcast today. But right now, according to Trey Biddy, we're the only school in the country that is ranked in basketball, football, and baseball in the top 25. Right. The only one. And now – one of the things about Arkansas, the, the big negative that everybody says that, you know, coach, why coaches shouldn't go there or what, you know, whatever, is you just can't recruit there. Right? That's what we hear, isn't it, Clint? Right. Clint, the success in these sports, they're helping each other out. And it's turning around our recruiting records. It it is, and I mean we're what number three in football, two in basketball, five in baseball. I'm not looking at that uh, right now. Two so. in baseball, three in basketball, and five in football. Yeah, I mean, oh, but, sorry, I mean, sorry, five in baseball, two in basketball, and three in football. Yeah. Now that football one's going to go up, right? Right now, the only one, in, the ones in front of us are uh, Notre Dame and Georgia, and it's. Alabama and some of these other schools add five stars. Um, it's just proofing the you know, Arkansas just doesn't get quite as many five stars as what some of those schools do. But I think but you're gonna, gonna see go up there, but still for right now, yeah, enjoy we're top five in all three of those. Enjoy, but yeah, and, and enjoy. I mean, it's probably gonna come down to about 12. You know, I figure you, you may end up border edge of the top 10, mm-hmm. maybe low top, low, low top 10 to gains yeah but man no and it is it's unbelievable and you see the synergy the recruiting weekends that they are able to provide and that's why you see friends a lot of fans complain when they don't have saturday games it makes a huge difference and and have an environment like the texas game to bring basketball recruits to yeah i mean i think it's good you know one of the things they do at at the razorback basketball games every game and I love this, and I think it's great that the fans do, is they find a player that they just are going to hate on the entire game. And it gives them a villain. Did they pick the right one against Tennessee or what? Yeah, they did. They just uh, – that that guy from Auburn, he was – he wanted to – I think that's the one that ran under Devo on that dunk. Yeah. That they'd been booing all game. And, yeah. Yeah, but he – he, 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 and he took off running at Devo, too, and Devo and the, the fans to record. He's like, nope, I'm not going to do this. Not fighting today. No, I, I love the fans that they that they have a guy like that. Every time he touches the ball, they're, they're booing him and yelling at him. And, and that's got to get stick in your head. That's got to. But can you have a good story without a good villain, Travis? That's, you can't, Clint. You need a good villain, which brought me to my next – it inspired me to, to our next topic that we're going to discuss is me and Travis, we love music. We love all kinds of arts, but yeah. it's hard to beat a good flick, a good, good movie. sports flick. That's right. And, and you know, when I was – you know, and I, I was in there, and so what we was going to do, me and Travis both going to list our top five we love to hate them. We just love to hate them, sports villains. 
Yep. Clinton, and there's and there's some good ones. You know, there was a deal going around, um, going around on uh, uh, social media with some of these, and um, I think you know, I think we came, I came up with a good list here. Uh, some of them were on that deal that went around on social media. Some of them. Oh were. yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I, I know, and I, I, I stole this idea. I ain't gonna lie. Yeah. I think uh, it's I think it was a bleacher was it bleacher report or uh ESPN? I'd like to give whoever one of those people, yeah. One of y'all, I stole it from you. I'm sorry. That's right. It's a good idea. That's right. So here it is, Clint. Ready? We're gonna we're gonna do this. We're gonna boomerang back and forth. Uh we're not gonna reveal ours until we get to it. So my number five may be your number two, whatever. You go right ahead. We're gonna we're, we'll just go and we won't reveal it till we get to them. If they're not on the list, I'll tell you they're not on the list. But my we'll start with five and work our way down to one. Okay, my number five I bet is higher on your list, but you can answer that later. Yeah. He's uh, he's an easy one to hate. Um, the only reason, the only reason. Um, I don't have him higher on my list is because just the type of movie it is, it's a comedy and it's not, he's not a very realistic person. Okay. I'm just, mine get worse, the more realistic they are. Um, and it's shooter McGavin. Oh, I don't even have him on my list and I feel so dumb for not oh, having him. You don't him. have him. Oh, I didn't have him on my list. And you know what's bad is I'm sitting there thinking like movies I love, like I'm thinking about Warrior. I'm like, well, there's really not a villain in Warrior. Yeah. It's more, you know, I'm thinking different movies like, like no. And yeah. there's another thing about my list too that I'm. You can make fun of me. I'll tell you after because I don't want to spoil anything. I don't have Shooter McGavin on my list, but man, Shooter McGavin, of course, you know, he bought Billy Madison's grandma's house. Um, he he picked on Billy. You know, Millie was just a young hockey player, just that could crush a golf ball, living that dream, trying to make it to the NHL. But he couldn't skate. Poor guy couldn't skate. Poor guy was not a very good skater. Couldn't skate. But he got the girl. He ended up getting grandma's house back. And he hit a pretty freaky putt there toward the end of the game. And Shooter McGavin loses. But Shooter McGavin's my number five. Shooter. I'm happy. Oh, oh, I love, you know, there's that meme. There's that the, the picture of him with Tiger Woods said the greatest golfer of all time in Tiger Woods. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. But, you know, what was, what was funny was, is, you know, they, on the anniversary of the film, like him and Sandler had a little bit of fun. Yeah. On Twitter about it. Yeah. And, and I think he sunk a putt, you know, and, and uh, Sandler hit the drive. Yeah. All right, so what's yours? Number five. I'm number five. I'm just going to say the name. You tell me if you if you recognize the movie. It's Flat Top. Flat Top. From uh, from the Texas Colts. Oh, uh, Necessary Roughness. Necessary Roughness. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. He just the quantum leap guys, the quarterback. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. and I and I love Necessary Roughness. Bads at center. <laughs> it's so no mono yeah yeah i mean that no that's a good that's a i mean scott Bakula is not the most believable college quarterback no no and you know it's not the most believable of movies well he was a guy that went back to college to yeah but yeah, yeah. To, you know and i and i get that you just wonder what what could have been what what you could have done and you're like okay and they uh, but no, it, that was. I think, but the fat I, guy and Kathy Ireland had a little thing going. Yeah, that was Manu Manu the Slender. That's right. That gave me like, a little hope. Yeah. Well, the dean from that movie, um, I don't remember the dean, but he could have easily been the villain too. Yeah, he's a bad guy in lots of stuff. I think yeah, he's that, he, one, he, that one guy that's he's in a lot of different. Yeah. He, All right. He, well, here's my number four, and this one is a twofer. Oh. Because he's a bad guy in two different movies. One you don't necessarily think of as a sports movie. But he's, because of a new 
uh, trending show. He's worked his way out of the bad guys. So that's why he's not higher up on the list. But Johnny Lawrence also Chase Osborne from Back to School. Same guy, same actor, played them both. Uh, from, of course, Johnny Lawrence from Karate Kid. Right. William Zabka. Zabka? He doesn't have a lot of range. He, he's he's Johnny Lawrence. <laughs> Johnny Lawrence, but in Chase Osborne is who he played in Back to School. But he's a bad guy in both of those. Um, so that's that's my number four bad guy. But of course, Cobra Kai brings up the question: Was he really a bad guy? Mm. Uh, well, I think it's a matter of perspective. I think he was. I think he was. Well, he, he, they ganged up on a kid, you yeah. know. I mean, that's the long and short of it. And it, it's a matter of perspective. You kind of, yeah. yeah. That's what I like about Cobra Kai. It makes you kind of see things from Johnny's view. Make humanizes Johnny. Yeah, yeah. And uh, what was crazy about Cobra Kai too is uh, Ralph Maggio said he goes, "Man, I've gotten so many people come up wanting me to reboot the Karate Kid through the years, and this was the first one that's really been." What my wife loves, and we'll be sitting there watching Cobra Kai on Netflix, and I'll just go, Karate Fat! Yeah. <laughs> Karate Fat! And she'll just roll her eyes like, you idiot. All right, what's your number four? Bud Kilmer. From Bud West Painted Coyotes. From Bar City Blues. Bar City Blues. Yeah. I think all of us, you know, we think our coaches, our high school coaches, Bud Kilmer. Yeah, but no, he's just a jerk, threatening to mess with kids' grades, keeps and wants to inject them. He's mean to Billy Bob. Yeah, it just, I don't, I mean, and and Voight played the heck out of the character, man. He did, yeah, he, he did. did. He, he's he all was, those years of being mean to uh, Angelina Jolie. He was, he's had practice. Well, he, you know, and he, you know, and he's felt trauma in his life. That's right. It ain't, it ain't easy. You know, you don't just go film deliverance and then <laughs> go to, and go to varsity blues. That's right. and come out normal. You just don't do it. Well, heck, I went on Seinfeld. The guy bit Kramer one time. You know, I mean, come on. I mean, remember when, remember when, uh, the episode where, uh, where George bought, John Voight's used car. Man, turns man. out it was the wrong John Voight. It was a dentist. <laughs> I don't remember that one. I I wasn't a huge Seinfeld guy. Oh well, uh, but yeah. All right. So number three, I'm gonna guess. I'm gonna tell you the name of the character, and this is actually one reason he's on my list. And I probably should have put him higher, to be honest with you, but I, I didn't. Well, I left someone total off of being you're sitting there talking. I, I've got a list of people that I've left off. Yeah. So we can discuss a few other good villains. And Well, this one, um, this one is so bad because he's a real person and he really did the things that he did on this movie. And that is Ben Chapman. You know what movie he's in? I don't know. It's in the movie 42 about Jackie Robinson. Oh, uh, you know, he I, was, never, he was, I, I never watched it. Probably a great movie. Remember the guy that played the pirate on uh, Dodgeball? Oh, yeah. Okay, it's him playing him. Um, but he was the Phillies manager. And I saw an interview where they asked him, you know, did you really say things like that? Because in the movie, he says some very, like, racist and horrible things to about Jackie Robinson. And he said, yeah, I said them. He said, but you got to understand that's, I wasn't the only one that's that people said dumb things. And uh, anyway, so not to get too serious, but uh, that guy did a great job planning, but yeah. he's, he's definitely a guy, you know, when you think of villain, you think of guys you want to hate and you, man, when you hear him talk to Jackie Robinson and in that, in that movie, you know, and once again, it's, 
you know, he confirmed those are the things he said, you know, so those are things in real life, Jackie yeah. Robinson dealt with. So no, anyway, so that was my number three. Well, America's got an ugly past when it comes to that. And I, and, I, I, and um, like I said, he wasn't the only one. It was a different time. And, yeah. and it, at least he owns it, doesn't run from it. Yeah. yeah. But you said the guy was played by Steve the Pirate. Yeah. Which brings me to my number three, Watt Goodman. <laughs> I mean. I knew it, he would be on yours. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I was looking up a character's name because I was brain farting on it. I, yeah. I didn't use Google, so I still got my Google for the one episode left. Oh, okay, good. Totally different app. Yeah. Uh, you know, White Goodman, man, he plays it so well. And, you know, and if anybody, not many people, I know me and you probably have, we watched the movie Heavyweights with Ben Stiller. Yeah, yeah. And he plays the same, he's, he's basically the same character. Yeah. I think Ben wrote both of them. Yeah. And so Ben's like, I'm just going to play another, I can't remember the character in Heavyweights, but he was great um the the dodgeball the team you know all the muscular guys yeah go out there you know espn will still do from that movie they'll still do the ocho yeah oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Where it just i mean it, it he he just played the heck out of the role yeah, yeah. and, and he, he had his wife as the as the one of the as the lead actress yeah and then he is and you know it just the entire thing the purple cobras he's in there eating the pea and we back, we bought a bought my boss one year for um for his Christmas present. I don't know, he's going, we get a ridiculous Christmas present. I photoshopped his face, mm-hmm. grabbing a bull by the horns. Yeah. Like that's a metaphor. That's right. But it really happened. All right, Clint. Number two for me. And I think for a lot of people it would probably be number one, but this is my villains, right? And I may surprise you because you probably thought he would be my number one. Okay. Is Ivan Drago. That's a good one. If he dies, he dies. You know what? And, I, and I'm sitting there looking at my list, and I did not have one Rocky villain. What? My list. Not like, one. I, I seriously struggled between him and Clever Lane. Yeah. Clever Lang, you know, you know, he you know, told Adrian, hey, you wanna know if he, hey girl, if you wanna know what a real man's like. Yeah. No, they're both they're both they're both great. And I, I can't, you know, and I've even got I've even I've on the on my list um of people that we don't have that I don't have on there. I've even got Apollo Creed on he's not on my list, yeah. but I got Apollo Creed. Cause man, Apollo Creed in the in the first movie, he's like, "Hey, I'm giving him an opportunity. I'm gonna carry him. Not a big deal." And he comes off kind of sympathetic character. He's still training hard, but you know, like, "Hey, man, I know I'm not on this level. I just want to try to hang with the guy." And then, and then in the second one, he is just a jerk. Yeah, he's like, "I want to prove that I can beat this bum. That that was a fluke." Yeah, and they're like, "Champ, if you go this way, you're going. You know, he ain't gonna be." And he he don't care. I'm like I I think I we because we romanticize Creed, yeah. And then he becomes sympathetic character the way he dies at the hands of Ivan Drago, and that's not a spoiler alert, guys. The movie's been out for thirty years, so I'm yeah. sorry if you missed it. I, I'm happy I spoiled it. Yeah. Um, so, but but you forget what a jerk he was in the first couple. Well, and you know, with Ivan Drago, back back to him, the importance of that movie. Because it ended the Cold War. It did. Rocky ended the Cold War with Rocky IV. That's why you know, a lot of people say it's one of the worst Rocky movies. I say it's one of the best because it ended the Cold War. Views can change and eyes can change. The weeks can all change. All he had to do was beat the machine, Ivan Drago. And yeah. he stole his wife. So... Um, did, does Stallone get enough credit for ending the Cold War? No, he doesn't. He doesn't. In fact, we need to send him over to the Ukraine right now. Hey, like Biden don't need to sit with him. No. We don't need anybody else sit with him. Before gas goes up to $7 a gallon. We but, need- but by the way, I, I think we can all agree, before Stallone meets him, we need to get him out in the remote wilderness. Oh, get him a workout. Yeah, yeah get, him a, get him like a five-minute workout. Yeah, but to, like, a, to an epic song. It's going to be a montage. 
Yeah, to an epic song. The montage. Hopefully they're already filming this in an own yeah. remote location. Yeah. Somewhere in Alaska. Yeah, they'll lead into that on CNN with that on, you know, to the to the summit. <laughs> All right. Who's your uh, number two? No, and this was another one. This this is a it's it's kind of a twofer because uh, she's a horrible person in two different movies. Yeah, Major League One and Two. Rachel Phelps. Yeah, just the that just the horrible horrible person and. I love it in Major League One where they're like they just keep taking stuff from the team. Yeah, like she goes that like they they've got them flying in this old old plane. Yeah, she takes the plane from them, and they're an old bus. Yeah, yeah. No, that's she's a good one. Yeah, she's definitely a good one. So looking at our list, Clint. So far, we have not said the same one on any of these oh no not we have not matched up anybody no we have not not one person now we're about to match one okay but one of your other ones is my top one all right and that is bud kilmer oh yeah i noticed you weren't very talkative on him i wasn't because he's my number one listen if you're that big of a jerk to where your team has to take over and go out and win the last game and and look RIP but uh what's his name Ron Connor that's what that's what he played in uh in uh Fast and Furious um Paul Walker Paul Walker out coaches you <laughs> you're a bad guy <laughs> you're, you're you're a bad guy and uh he was he was a bad guy yeah and uh just a jerk you know like you said you know you said all the things you know shooting his the knee wanting to shoot the knee up on his running back and and the way he treated everybody and threatening uh you know scholarships and all that kind of stuff look dude you are you are bad news you're a villain you're horrible. I don't like you. Let Jawan Howard throw a basketball punch at you. Sorry, buddy. Here in my number one, Bud Kilmer. Take that. And what's and what's great is uh, is that's he's got to be the worst person in the history of sports movies because he's literally the only one that's on both our lists. That's right. Yeah, I'm up to my number one. He and he and, and it's not on your list. Um, I've got Big Ernie McCracken from Kingpin. Yeah, I thought about him, dude. First off, I'm going to say this: that scene at the end of the last oh, bowling boy. match, where both they're with Woody Harrelson's and Bill Murray's comb over, just coming across, and they're dancing. He's got that ball with a rose in it, but yeah. First off, he, he he basically ruins Woody Harrelson's life by taking him to gamble. He gets his hand cut off in the ball return machine, which I'm not sure how realistic that is. But to this day, I'm not sticking my hand in there. Yeah. But he is just the absolute – I think, to me, he, I'm like, okay, which one of these do I hate the most? Who? Because I listed a bunch of the villains, and – I'm like, oh, that guy's like, this guy's just all, oh, he's the most despicable human being. Cause they're asking, hey, how about this fraternity suit in Kentucky? He's like, oh, no, no, no. <laughs> he's blowing them off. Ugh. Bunch of jerks. But now, do you have a, I got some that I left off the list and you can add to this list. So I've got Warden Hazen from Longest Yard. Yeah. He, he was terrible. Yeah. Yeah. Basically trying to make Paul Crew throw the game. Yeah. Um, I have Spike from Little Giants. Yeah. 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 That's a good one. Um, Jack Park Parkman. What's that? Major League Two, the guy that's um, the guy. Now, this may be one of the most realistic, unrealistic scenes in the history of movies at the end of Major League Two, which Major League Two. A lot of people ragged on it because it came after Major League One or the original Major League. 
and I actually love Major League Two, mm. where where Wild Thing comes out. He goes, "I want Parkman," and he's turned back into Wild Thing. Mm. He's like, yeah, "But he's not up. This guy's up." Because well, I'm going to walk him. Yeah. <laughs> yes, I am. I'm going to walk him. I'm going to pitch to Parkman, and then strikes him out. Um, I'll see. tell you an unlikely one that I thought about putting on my list. And I, I probably should have, to be honest with you. Yeah. And it goes back to the Rocky movies. Adrian. <sighs> Adrian gets that, like, um, the wife on uh, on Breaking Bad hate. Yeah. I think it just uh, – Look, yeah, she, in the she, first – in the first seat, the first one, she hardly talks. And I'm not being misogynist here, but as the as the deal goes on, the more she talks, the more trouble she causes. And it keeps Rocky like it gets him beat up worse. If yeah. she would have just supported him in his in his dreams, he would have he would have fought for her and he would have done better. But instead, she clouds his mind doesn't believe in her husband, doesn't support him. You know, he he supports her with the pet shop. Right. In her dreams of pet shop working. Anyway, no. Anyway, no, that's kind of – I say that kind of joke. I should put Rocky Five on my sports villains, just the entire movie. <laughs> See, Tommy Gunn, man. Tommy, Tommy Gunn. But when you know who's the bigger villain in that movie, is it Duke or is it Tommy? Uh, I don't know. You know, I'm saying because because the end of the day, Tommy Gunn's just a naive kid that got played. Yeah, that's true. Um, the fact that that Stallone or that Rocky does so much for him and then he turns yeah. his back on him. Well, I would have done it. I'd have a little bit more loyalty than that. The other one, some of the other ones I had was Eddie Martell from the Replacements. Yeah, yeah. Quarterback for the Washington Sentinels. Uh, he he was one. And they flipped his car over, and then the two offensive guards, um, Faison Love, and I can't think of the other one's name, shoots his tires out. That's yeah. a good one. John Gerard from, uh, uh, from Talladega Nights. Talladega Nights, another good one. Yeah. Um, I, I I wrote Apollo Creed down while we were, while we were talking. I'm like, I can't believe, you know, and I kind of went over. Yeah. Why I think he should be in a, um, and then Don Johnson's character David Sims from Ten Cup. Ten Cup, yeah, I thought you, about him too. You, you, you talking about Shooter McGavin made me think about Ten Cup. Yeah, um, I, I mean, there's so many good sports movies, and you know, in most of your great ones, have a villain. Yeah, is there any that I left off of my list that you can think of that you? No, nah, you hit most of them. That uh, I forget his name, but the bad guy from uh, Bloodsport back in the day. He's oh a, yeah, that's a. He was a. You know, he didn't talk much, but he was a good one. Uh, um. Yeah, that. Uh, um. Yeah, I, th I think you hit. You hit pretty much most of mine. Yeah, uh, I just made a list, and then I was like, "Okay." Yeah, and I, I, and I was trying it. to think of movies, you know, sports movies I liked, and you know, like Rudy. There's not really a villain there. You know, Vince Vaughn's character is a bit of a jerk. Yeah, and they and they said Divine really wasn't like that. That, that there was a lot of that that was romanticized. And, yeah, and then and, uh, like Hoosiers, there's not a not really a bad guy there. Well, there's that one guy that was the coach when Gene Hackman got there that, you know, he was like, you, you, they, they have guys you didn't like, but I wouldn't say they're bad. They were, they were bad guys that they were the antagonist. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but uh, anyway, yeah, man, those are, those are good ones. Good sports villains there. Um, I, th I think that's a pretty good list. I thought it was interesting that, um, we didn't. We didn't have any of the same ones besides. No, and that and, and for good. As, I mean, for I mean, you have similar taste in movies. I mean, there's obviously some stuff I watch that you want and vice versa. Yeah. 
Because, um, like, I was thinking, like, one of her, because I think about sports movies that me and you both love, and I was thinking uh, um, White Men Can't Jump. Yeah. And I'm like, is there, there's not really a villain in that movie. No, there's not. There's really, and like, I was thinking Warrior, too, another movie that was one of my favorite. Like, there's really not a villain in that movie. It's more of the yeah. journey. Um, if you think of, like, Miracle, for example, it'd be the, this is the team's journey. Yeah. Uh, I didn't even mention any of the Mighty Ducks movies. The Mighty Ducks, actually, they had some villains in there. Yeah. They had the the um, the peewee coach who was a jerk, who was in son-in-law with Polly Shore. Yeah. I don't know why. That guy's been in so many movies, and uh, he was the prosecuting attorney in, uh, in My Cousin Vinny. And literally the first thing that pops in my head is he was in son-in-law with Polly Shore. Yeah. <laughs> well, Clint, this was number 50. Number 50 or go with the anniversary. That's right. Golden anniversary. Uh, listen, folks, like, share, uh, you know, put it on your, on your Facebook page and, your Instagram and your Twitter and whatever else, let people know about the podcast. Um, we got, uh, you know, we got the year one coming up in two episodes. Uh, we also have, uh, we did an interview that we're going to put out sometime soon with uh, Dion Holloman, a young man who uh, grew up down in Camden and he's uh, trying, he's up for the USFL draft right now. And so uh, excited to, we're going to let that drop. Uh, we got uh, some other interviews uh, that we're, we're going to set up. We're going to, we're going to start putting those out as kind of bonus episodes. We're not going to, we're going to do our regular episode like this. And then we're going to have some bonus episodes where we interview some people that we think are interesting that have some significant stories to tell. And uh, I think if you'll uh, listen to the Dion Hallman one, you'll be impressed with the young man that he is and where he's come from and what he's continuing to fight for uh, as he's fighting for his dream to be in the NFL and uh, working through some of the lower leagues of, of uh, professional football. But Clint, man, it's been a good one. Oh yeah, man. hundred percent. And uh, you know, it's uh, excited to see what the Razorbacks do this week. We didn't talk about Razorback baseball started out with, Lost their first game uh, Friday night, but uh, won the next two and uh, beat Illinois State and have, have some games coming up. So baseball season has started for the Razorbacks. So that's exciting. We'll have to do some. And hopefully we have a major league season. That may be a story for another time. Yeah, that's why I'm wearing my Yankees stuff to die. You know, I don't know. We don't know if we're going to have any, you know, professional baseball. We'll see. Um, so, you know, we'll see what happens there. Well, Clint, man, as usual, it's been fun. Oh yeah. The joy doing this with you. Hey, do 50 of these bad boys. 50 of them under the belt, 50 of them in the can, whatever that means. Just heard them say it. Folks have a great week. Be blessed. Do great things. Peace out. We out. Sweat. One. Filthy. Dirt. Harvest. My hands get filled and I 